Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward, ho. I got my boy. Eric Davis, a.k.a. Old Head. You can't say Eric Davis. You got to give him Old Head. But you got to give him the government, though, too. <laughs> <laughs> he don't need to, my government should be different anyway. Go ahead. Okay, so look. You got to let, let the people know where you're from. I'm from Cleveland, Tennessee. I uh, was born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, some. So uh, I go back and forth between. But I'm born and raised in Cleveland, Tennessee. So it's Cleveland, Tennessee and Minneapolis, Minnesota is what I represent. I got folks in Memphis. Oh, that's, that's great. If you got people in Memphis, then, then you, you solidify Okay, so Welcome to the dirt. Why you come to LA? Why you uh, in my hood? Why why I come to LA? Uh I felt like it was a better opportunity for me to grow. Uh I hit a ceiling in Tennessee with uh when it comes to music and uh, what I want to do in life and LA had all the opportunities offered, so I moved out of here because of the opportunities and because of God. So Okay, so that leads me into the topic, the great topic of the day. And that is support. Okay, support. Support. Support, yes. And I wanted to talk to you first about this because you out here on your own. Absolutely. You ain't got no gunners with you. You just came out here on a solo. Right, right, right. And you're out here pursuing your dream. Yeah. And can you give them a little insight on what you trying to get into, a little deeper details? Uh, like what's, your, what's your major like accomplishment? Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to accomplish, uh, I moved out here to, um, affect, um, and, and lead in, um, music and in, um, entertainment as far as visuals, TV programming, uh, movies and music, like creating a sound, creating a, a, a platform where it, it takes us into a whole different route as a culture and as a world. So. That's what I moved out here for, for the entertainment arts. So basically you out here for the entertainment uh, industry. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, first question is, I want to know, why do you think in the black community, like, why do we lack support? Why do we lack in the, in the support category? Oh, uh, I think it's all about identity. Um, I don't think our identity has been instilled in us um, to who we are. And I think um, because of, of, when you think about slavery, how we was brought over here and how America was set up, um, they always say America was discovered. But America wasn't discovered. America was taken. You know what I mean? You had the Indians over here that people paint Christopher Columbus as a hero when actually that whole movement was a bunch of villains. You know what I'm saying? You took land from people for whatever reasons it was for... Um, what the land produced as far as minerals or gold or cotton or oil or whatever. And, and then you colonized it and call it what you want to call it. And you built it on slaves and, and you wiped out the Indians. So I think with that, um, our heritage has been stripped from us. Because even when you think about it, when you go back and look at um, even one of the richest men in ever. Um, and I don't want to say his name wrong, but he was the richest man considered ever in the world and he was black. Mm -hmm. 
and one of the characteristics they always point out about him was um, he was a giver. So I think we don't we've been stripped of how to communicate to ourselves. I, I think we've been stripped of um, values as family, you know, what I mean, values as friends. And, you know, we've been put into a whole pot in itself. So it's a trust issue. Absolutely. It's a trust issue. Absolutely. Like, because if you think about the, the house Negro and the field Negro, the house Negro was to play all the house parts in the house. Watch out for master. You know what I'm saying? Watch out for his owner and do whatever. So you had that one loyal dude that they'll, they'll treat good. You know, I, tell the truth. By my skin, complexion, am I a house nigga? Nah, you know, I think I'm in the field. Nah, you in the field, bro. I can't work in the field. <laughs> you got the personality for the field, though. You you can, you ain't going to be in the house watching your homies like suffer. It might be hot, but I just don't see you kissing up like that. If there was a vote, let's just say every year, we in slavery, right? right. Every year, the master come out and say, y'all can nominate one dude to become a new house nigga. Would y'all nominate me? <laughs> I mean, it depends on what the circumstances. It with the circumstances. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the circumstances because knowing you, you gonna bring one more in. I'm a sneak. You gonna sneak food out? I'm sneak food out. <laughs> you gonna get us in there? Yeah. So it, it depends on what what the mission was to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? But I think we've been stripped and baited against each other, and I think we've taken on the ideal that um, we don't value ourselves. Mm. Um, when it comes to community, we don't have validation when it comes to fathers. A lot of times we validated by mothers. Um, our family structure is a little weird because it's mostly led by women. The men are incarcerated in jail or in the streets or they gangbang. Where are our leaders at? Our leaders are dead. Our, our leaders right like you, majority of our leaders in the past. And like when you after the Martin Luther King era or whatever, the civil rights era, I think people were tired of building stuff and they getting destroyed. So nobody wanted to lead in that fashion no more. About, and people got tired of that trust in the system. What about the latest cats like like Brian and Jay-Z? Oh, I think they definitely lead us. I, here, here's what I think what happened. I think the streets in the hood has always been leaders. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why it's one, probably one of the most put down facets of black people. Because when you think about an alpha male, what do they mostly come from in the black community? The hood. The hood. Yeah. So, um, but I think they've been villainized or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because, brainwashed. Yeah, brainwashed, like in giving cocaine, and, like make money off of this. That's just that. You got multiple alphas, but they, they, they battle against each they other battle too. against each other. Yeah. It's like the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And I, I think that's the whole thing about us is, is because, but, but here's the thing. This generation of millennials, I think they the answer for that. The answer? Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. They lack principles when it comes to morality. They lack principles when it comes to respect. And they lack principles when it comes to honor. But they are the generation that's the thinkers. They thinking, but they, you got to have some respect behind it. Yeah, but that's because our generation, Generation X and Generation before that, didn't teach the principles that we're supposed to teach them for them to have a foundation to use their mind to expand and not because if you think about what the millennials do the millennials don't follow the patterns that what we said in the past but they will fail quicker because they're not listening to the OGs that came before it. Yeah. we've already failed but but see I don't think the OGs have put enough time into training the millennials and saying like think about it when we grew up we had uncles mm -hmm. we might have had no fathers we had uncles older cousins 
or somebody, an OG in the neighborhood that sit you down and say, boy, we ain't doing this this way. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, no, that's not how you do it. And we respected them because they took time and they was consistent with us. Right. You know what I'm saying? Making sure we were straight, making sure we had something to play sports, making sure or if we had a game or we were trying to holler at a girl. Like, they tell us, hey, don't get in these streets, stay in school. Right. This ain't what you want. You know what I'm saying? When you look at this generation now, the OGs, right. all they do is criticize the youngins. Mm -hmm. They sit on TV, on Twitter, and it, they're, they're, it looks garbage to me because it's like, bro, get yourself off of there, go and sit down with him, spend time with him, and walk with him in life. Because what but a man said, some of them don't go by the rules, so they're not respecting yeah, But the reason why they don't go by the rules because we're not teaching the rules in the form of action and like being with them. But do they want to listen? I mean, we created, and this is, I go back to our generation, we created such a sense of mama's boys. It's hard for them to listen unless it's their mom. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, a lot of that is our fault, but I think they the answer. Because when you think about it, they're rebellious to anything that doesn't fit their ideal of what they think freedom is, or what they think justice is, or what they think equality is. But if they step up and say that, I'm rolling with the action, but you still got to have some type of facts behind that action. I think they're factual. I just think some of them don't even know their history. Yeah, I don't think they want to know though. But they gotta. You they, have to know yeah, your history. Yeah, they, but yeah, but but check this out. For us, we understand what history is. Mm -hmm. To them, they see slavery different than we see slavery. They like. I don't want to hear that I was a slave. Tell me something great about my history besides me being a slave. Okay. I get that. You, know, you still got to know that part. You do. You do because you got to light a fire too. Yeah, you do. But that, that's the foundation of who we are in our family structure is what we're supposed to be teaching. I'm not waiting for a system who never has actually celebrated us to teach my kids about African-American history. Teach my kids about the leadership that we have. Teach my kids about the diversity. Teach our kids about how excellent of businessmen we are. You know what I'm saying? I'm not waiting for, look at, oh, we're some of the greatest entrepreneurs ever. We build hip hop, but we don't own it. You know what I'm saying? But we built one of the strongest engines ever in life. Because if you think about it, hip hop started as a music. It became a business. Now it is the influence of the world to where it dominate the culture. It dominates the culture, and hip hop is the culture. Well, it's a one key element to the culture. You still got the break dancing. You still got the graffiti. You still got the lifestyle. Right, right. That's also important too. Right. And I don't think they care about that. Who's that? The millennials. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, look, I I'm, get a Laker, that. I'm a Laker fan and I'm a uh, Alonzo Ball fan, but what he said about Nas... Oh, that was horrible. That was dumb. It was horrible. It was, it was horrible. His dad even called him on that. Yeah, that was horrible. I, you, you, Nobody listened to Nas. Like, you just shouldn't say. Right, but that's that's that whole thing. Like, do we... That's the thing I love about them and I just dislike at the same time. Because it's like, you want them to say what they want, got to say. Well, what he said wasn't... It was... It, it was relevant, it but was, it was wrong. It was wrong, right? Because he's a legend, and, and he set the foundation. Or for he could have said it. He's, he could have said he's not relevant to me as far as my choice of music. Right, 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 right. But he's relevant to hip hop. Right, right, period. Right, yeah. He, I mean, Nas is. I think Nas is our first superstar in hip hop, besides Ron DMC. Is the first? I think Nas is like the Jordan of hip hop. Oh, that's a whole nother. That's a whole. <laughs> I know, but but if you think about it, Steelmatic was the first really considered classic rap album ever. Steelmatic or Steel Illmatic? Illmatic, my fault. Illmatic, right? But I'm a Steelmatic fan. But Illmatic was the first 
classic rap album that got a stamp that was like it set the tone. I disagree. What which one you think first? You think that's the you think that's one of the best albums of all time? I didn't say it's the best album of all time. Oh, okay. I said it was the album that set the tone for the greatest. I think it's a great album. I, I think and I think the the amount of track that was on there was was great. I think it was like thirteen tracks. Right. You don't need that much. Nas is my favorite artist, but I, I Illmatic is not my favorite Nas album. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's my one of my favorite artists of all time. To me, Nas, uh, it ain't hard to tell. Is pro is definitely a top ten song of all time. Nas is one of the best writers ever, man, and the best lyricists. Always put him in M. Is he better than Jay? Uh, absolutely. Ooh, you set this thing on fire. But 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 I think Jay's an all around better artist. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, Jay, yeah. Jay is his all around game is a one. And and that's what when people do the same thing with Tupac. I'm like, okay, if you're gonna do that, okay, what are you talking about? Are you talking about strictly lyricism? You'll have to break. You'll have to break things down. Right. But all. But when you talk about the great. two best, uh, the best two all around artists, all around, that means in every category, it's Tupac then Jay Z. Right. All that. around. Let's not get off the freeway. Okay, we ain't gonna get off. But I'm just let's not get off right, the freeway. All right. Now the next thing, because you were saying you was giving some pointers out, but I need to know, like, what's your three major keys to encouraging support? To young cats or whoever's not supporting. It's not just about the young cats. This is about, you know, people in general. I don't want to say people because... This ain't just a black issue. We talk it, about. It's not just a black issue, but, but I'm addressing my black folks because I know them. Um, I don't think you can support unless you have the proper view. And I think it's all about the lens that you look at. Look at. And I think to, in, our, in our culture, black, love is so corny. It's considered corny, and, it, and, it's, and if you look at it, it is raw context. When you think about, even though so many people were fans of the Cosby Show, in your mind, it's still a corny thought because it's corny. But we all wanted it. I it's, definitely wanted to be a part of that, and, and I did too. But when you think about the things we buy, the things we celebrate, it doesn't never. It really barely ever celebrates the family values. It it barely ever celebrates the honor of who we are as black people. Is that media? It's our fault too, though, because we feed media what they can use against us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like cooking something, and then they saying, oh, man, well, this has this much fat in it. You know what I'm saying? This will cause diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Then we get mad about, dang, it's always negative. Like, think about it. In our culture, bitches, strippers, and hoes dominate right now. Dominate right now. Thoughts, whatever you want to say. Some of them cute, though. It's something fine. I'm not even gonna lie. These strippers is bad. Like, I'm not gonna sit up here and be like, oh, I'm super spiritual. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that part because I'm gonna have some gunners on me if I say shout out to the strippers. Hey, but like, if you think about it, the women are gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cats ain't Mary Claire Huxtable no more. I am. But no, no, come on, come on. You are you, you a different breed though. That's why I said we if we got the right situation where we gonna get you in the house, then we gonna vote you because you know you gonna get. But is that young cats though? No, that's that's man, bro. I done sit down with some old older heads, and I'm like, man, like I, I don't think. And here's why I say we're not supporting each other because unless you. And, and going back to the, the idea of the corniness, unless you understand how to love yourself, you never understand how to receive what's great for you or what's good for you anyway. So that's one of the issues is... That is the main issue with so, black people. So we don't love ourselves enough to support people. We don't love ourselves, period.
period in the overall theme. Now you got individuals that love themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like our color has been like when you when you think about black, the definition of black, right? Mm -hmm. You think about the definition that's in the actual dictionary. You think about how black is defined, and you think about the statistics to match black. They're all negative. Mm -hmm. You don't hear we now lately of late. You know what I'm saying? And even in the civil rights movement, like have been redefining what we say black is mm -hmm. because like black has always been put down as like, oh, black men are this, black women are this, y'all are leader in diabetes, y'all are leader in STDs, y'all are leader in incarceration, y'all are leader in gang banging, y'all are leader in violence, y'all are leader in food stamps. By the way, we're not the leader in food stamps, you know what I'm saying? But like we've always been like defined in negative statistics. So when you think about people, like think about if you put white or Jewish or Hispanic, do you think they would actually go for all these negative statistics and all these negative things being said about the race? No, but we have allowed it to go on for years. It's because when you don't love yourself, you don't set value on yourself. And when you set value on yourself, you say, okay, this is who I am personally because I love myself. But because I love myself, I understand my value to my race. So you gave me two. You gave me love yourself and value yourself. But or is that the same thing? It's the same thing because you can't value yourself if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. Love sets the value of who you are. Like It's just like this. A person, like say LeBron James, right? Mm -hmm. He loved a game of basketball. He loved his brain. Yep. So because he loves himself, I mean, loves his brain and loves basketball, guess who's the highest value person in the NBA? LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to take no regular deal. You can't slide to him with no lame deal. And it's like Alonzo Ball. It's like the ball, the dad. Mm -hmm. Because he loves his sons. I'm glad you brought that up too. You, you know what I'm saying? Because he loves his sons and he loves his family. Look at the value he set. People think he's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's crazy. I, I think he might have some methods that he does some things that we might not feel this right. The only thing that I disagree with him saying was what he said about UCLA and the white players. That was it. Yeah. I don't think he should have I don't think he should have said that. That's barbershop talk. But the way he talks and the way he acts, I have no problem with that because I know we, we used to that. We, we used to that. that. We used to that, man. But the that, world ain't used to that. So what? Yeah, but no, no, but see here's what's here's what's happening. The black guy that's been in the barbershop and been in the hood, like one thing they don't realize is the greatest businessmen and the greatest hustlers come from the streets in the hood. So now what we're learning to do is we're learning different languages of business. So it's like, oh, is this what y'all call business? This ain't even business to us. This is easy for it's us. Easy. So now we're dominating business and we're being we're being who we are behind closed doors and people have a problem. Can, with. can I ask you this? Yeah. Do you have personally, do you have a problem with the, the pricing of his products? If you don't like what he if you don't like the price, don't buy the shoe. Don't buy it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like he and like I said, because he loves his sons. And he loves his family. And I really believe he loves people and black people enough to say, I'm not just starting my sons off with shoes in high school. I'm setting the value on black, period. period. It's expensive. And we've been getting raped when it comes to finance. It's like, like, okay, let's go. Like Jerry Jones. If I met Jerry Jones, I'd probably like him. You know what I'm saying? Because I like straightforward people who say what they got to say and don't hide behind closed doors. Jerry Jones will say whatever he got to say to you, blase, blase, right? But the fact that he said, I will fire you if you take a nil, to me, psychologically, is like, I'm looking at the other tone. I'm like, Jerry, they make your money. I'm looking at the player. They, they make your salary. 
So if all of them players left, then you have no salary. So who you gonna fire? Well, you Yourself. Well, you don't have no team. That, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if people don't play for you, like, I think we have gotten it all messed up in business. Like, the owners are the top dude. And I, I think it's because of my faith. The owner is supposed to be the biggest servant in the organization. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to be the most humble. He's supposed to be the most confident. And he's supposed to, like, make the most respect and the most honor come through a company. And this is why I say, because he's the most vulnerable. One person mess up in your organization, the top of your organization can destroy your whole organization. For you knowing that, you should be the most humble person serving and making sure that your people are taken care of and straight. Well, you got cats on this team that's scared to step up. That goes back to the leader. I know. And that's it because dead, so that's right? because that's because we don't love ourselves enough. Great, great way to bring. And I'm telling you this. There's no way if you love yourself that you couldn't see the value. How much Des Bryant make? I don't know, but he's making off. It, he can go start his league. He can go start his... And that's what I like about Alonzo... Uh, 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 I mean, um... LeVar. LeVar Ball. It's like, he's saying, instead of doing business with Nike and Adidas, I don't even have as much money as you, Des Bryant, but I see the world different. Right. So I'm going to build my own. So what, it's really a discredit to Des Bryant saying... I don't have enough power to start my own league or my own thing and make from millions of dollars start something that's big enough to, to, to transcend in the world and create my own leads. It's saying that I am going to be fine. And then you think about it, bro, what you feeding your family? And that's none of my business, but I'm just saying like, you, you know, you talking about your financial future. Do, do you know anything about mutual funds, stocks, bonds, real estate? You know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. It's ways you can put your money, make residual income. So to me, it's like we don't love ourselves again. Well, those are the type of cats that get into the league and they make this big money and they don't know. You know, they never had that money before. Right. But see, here's, what, here's what's crazy to me. As much as we demonize LeBron James, right? We demonize LeBron James. Oh, no, no, We demonize LeBron James. I'm about to let you do that. We demonize LeBron James. Every time we dog LBJ, is strictly sports. Off the court, no. we praise him. No, 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 we no. We never said no, anything no. about him no, off That's the true, court. that's true. But here's what I'm saying. I'm talking about demonizing him even on the court. What we talking about his play. We're not talking about his political views. We're not talking about none of that. But, but, but here, here's what I'm saying in that sense. LeBron James makes money. He could easily say, hey, yo, um, I get paid this much money by Nike. I get paid this much money in endorsements. I get paid this much money in NBA. So, like, my business is important to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I need to keep my mouth shut. The, the one, the, the, if not the greatest, he's the biggest athlete of, of our generation, right? Yeah. He speaks out. Hey, you wanted to say all the time. I'm going to let you know. You <laughs> want to stop that right no, now. No, 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 no. LeBron is going to be the best of all time. I don't care if we want to believe that or not. No. And it's just like what you call a statement from Portland. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the point guard. Dang. Yeah, yeah. When, when Lillard said, he was like, yo, it don't matter who you compare to Jordan. They don't, don't nobody want to see you pass him. And that's sad to, that, listen to what I say. Listen to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's what's sad to our culture too. Jordan was supposed to only be the foundation for people to pass him in his greatness. Like if I'm a legend, like Martin Luther King, do you think Martin Luther King said, I want to be the greatest of all time in our culture and I don't want none of y'all to pass me? Not at all. Exactly. That should be the view when it comes to Jordan too. But nobody, Jordan should but, be... But nobody looks... First of all, LBJ already passed him in that. In, in stats-wise. No, 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 no. I'm talking about off the court. LBJ has... Oh, he, he, he blew he blew him away. Yeah. He blew him away before he even did, did do nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Jordan, I mean, like, come on. I don't look at I don't look at MJ for his off the court, whatever he's talking about, nothing. Jordan at all. Jordan, I don't understand how you have so many fans of a man who's like, and I say this, I well, say we this, know what that is. I I it's the same thing with LBJ. It's the same thing with same thing with LBJ. It's the same thing with Brady. The same thing with MJ is that they want to be attached to greatness. They want to be able to argue when it comes to sports. I'm cool with that. Right. Well, my thing is that I I break down everything. When we start talking about off the court things, LBJ got that. Not Brady. Not MJ. Definitely not them two. No, okay. Definitely not them two. But LBJ off the court, that's one of our leaders. Jay-Z, that's one of our leaders. Definitely. Now, do you consider LeVar a leader? Absolutely. Trendsetter? Absolutely. Okay. Man, like, who else has put that much value on their sons at that young of an age Is and Kaepernick made the world feel the value? Is Kaepernick a leader? Absolutely. Now look, I'm gonna throw one more name out there, and I'm not seeing she's a leader, and it's a woman. Okay. She's not. I don't consider her a leader, but I've been seeing a lot of backlash, especially this week, because she just broke a mark. Uh, uh Cardi B. Yes. I know she definitely is a leader. I would now look. I'm not, Cardi B is definitely a leader. Okay, look, look. I'm Cardi B is definitely. I'm a leader. not going against it. Where there's, where, see, all I'm saying is a leader doesn't make you a polished person, right? But I'm just going. I, I named these three people for a reason, right? These, right. I was actually going to bring these three up: Lavar Ball, Colin Kaepernick, and Cardi B. That's a crazy. <laughs> that look, is a crazy line. That's a bro. crazy line. Hey, you throwing me. You throwing me. You throwing me out of you. No, but look, and I gotta be. I gotta be. You gotta keep to catch them joints. You gotta catch that. <laughs> But this is the thing, though. Look at all three and look at what they've accomplished. Remember, we just finished talking about strippers. She was a stripper. And look at what she's doing, though. See, and this is what I said about our culture not loving ourselves. I can sit over here and pick Cardi B apart. That's what they want me to do. That's what they want. That's what you want me to do. But I'm not because I think, for one, it's stupid. For one, respect her hustle. If you don't respect nothing else, respect that woman's hustle. She got out there and grind and made it. You didn't. She literally got out there and grind. I know. That's what I'm saying. There you go, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> but listen, you stupid. But she got out there grind, solidified her hustle, and was hurt. Mm -hmm. And didn't have to be whitewashed. Didn't have to be something that everybody thought she was. She was like, this is who I am. That's who she is. She can grow from where she is. Now. And I guarantee 10 years from now, she's not going to be the same Cardi B. So right where she is right now, she's maximizing her full potential at where she is right now. I'm glad you said that because another reason why I brought up those three because they all done three things that were similar. What's that? The Royal Ball did something that we ain't never seen before. Absolutely. Cardi B is only the second. And after, after Lauren Hill. After Lauren Hill, right? It's right. been a long time. It's been a long time. And that's crazy, right? That that's even a cat. That tells you how great she, her DNA really is. Now watch this. To up. be in there with Lauren. Lauren be... Murking dudes when it comes to her first album. Now, her first album. Now watch this. After 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 King, after Malcolm X, took us a long time to get somebody. <laughs> Where you going with this, we man? We was going. We thought it was Pac, right? Right. Well, who came along? Jay, a football player, a quarterback. Right. Okay. He put a dent in the NFL. If we stop talking about it today, he's part of the NFL history. And the world history. I don't think it's gonna ever stop me talking. I think it's not, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying how big of a dent that he put in the history book. I, not just the oh no, he didn't book. put a dent. He 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 wrote. Even if he went left, he wrote. He wrote the hyphen between the death date and 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 the beginning date. The day he was born and the day it died, bro. He 
he is the reason why four NFL teams stayed in the locker room. Absolutely. He's the reason why all the rest of the teams, you know, locked armed or, and or kneeled. We, we are talking about him every week. He was, besides the crazy NBA offseason, right. he was it's the crazy. main topic because we was waiting for him to get picked up by a team. I, I don't think it's him. I think it was the sacrifice that he put up that really turned people's heads. Mm-hmm. Because to me, he's in the top 10 quarterbacks, if you take him at his, when he was actually playing and balling, when you had Harbaugh there. And he, but like, yeah, I would even say a little bit higher than top 10 when Jim Harbaugh was coaching. But a lot of people didn't even know that it was a mutual agreement to, uh, you know, to part from San Francisco. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it wasn't like they dropped. He said, look, I don't want to play for y'all anyway. Right. I, I wouldn't either, though. After they, like, how did you let a coach like Harbaugh go anyway? Well, I don't care if you don't get along with him or whatever. Right. That's the problem with our society now. When we don't get along, we fire you. But this is the same man that took you to the finals and then took you to the championship the next year. And then the next year he's fired. Like, or the year after that was one of those, you know what I'm saying? He's fired. That's what's wrong with our society now. Anytime that somebody has a different view of you instead of listening to them and looking what they're making great, like listen to what the guy is saying. Listen to what he's doing. He might not respect you as an owner because you don't know the sport. Mm -hmm. And his job is to come in here and just win. So what Colin Kaepernick was, I think it was the idea of seeing the alpha man of a black man return and like restore some type of justice and honor with us. So I think Colin Kaepernick, what he did was represent something bigger than him, was the idea of like, we're done and not just talk about it, but I give my sacrifice of my own career at almost the height of his career. You know what I'm saying? Like he sacrificed career and millions of dollars. So whether or not you, even if you like Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick or not, you respect the sacrifice that he made for his own culture. And he didn't necessarily even come from that. Right. So he gave the most when people talking. Yeah, we need to do this for black. We need this black. He said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sacrifice my career and my millions of dollars and be put on blast because somebody got to do something. Cause I'm tired of turning on the TV every week and seeing black kids gunned down right. by themselves or by a police officer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Seeing women like think about it, bro. Sandra Bland was found in the prison. Huh? That's crazy. Like that's our generation that we still are seeing this and it's okay. Like it's just almost like turn on TV. Oh, bam! It happened for a week and it's gone. That's happening to us. That's crazy. And that we even can swallow that. Do you think if a white person was hung in a cell and there was a whole bunch of black officers and they found this person said, do you think that their race would tolerate that at all? Oh, no, they brother, they brother lying. They're going to tear this world up. <laughs> and we are expected to be silent, quiet or whatever. You know why? Because we don't love ourselves. It's like with, with black, everybody can put their movement with us when it's good. Right. Sell, sell their movement, sell their lifestyle, sell their clothing, sell this, do this, market for us. But when it comes to y'all struggle, y'all don't even love yourself enough. Y'all not value enough for us to value you. And that's where the problem comes in. We're good when we make you money, but when it comes to the value of our life, we don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? So what's happening now is I don't think this country understands what black is anymore. This ain't the black civil rights movement. Like these black people today, and that's why I said I love the millennials. They're not going to take this. And on, not just black, Hispanic, 
the white ones, the Asian ones, they don't see the world like the old school people do. And that's why you gonna like but I think I think the I think the the difference between the old school cats and and the younger cats is that they're ready to jump and, and do whatever. But we're more strategic because we know that we have to move a certain way to get things done. You can't just run up on cats nowadays. That's, now I think I think some action is needed. <laughs> But I also think like you just can't run up in somebody's crib and lay everybody down. Right. They got surveillances. They got they got security and things like that. So I get it. I, I understand we got cats that want to bum rush and, and make this movement stronger. But then you got the old cats that's like, we want to do the same thing, but in a strategical way. Here's what I think. I just think the old people tolerate it more than the young people. Well, we tolerate. used to it. Yeah, it, it, it been to a lot of people. And, and, and that's what I'm saying I love about the young people. They like, screw that. I don't, just because you tolerated it, don't make it right. And yes, we got to come collectively together and do something on a, on a bigger scale. But while you waiting, we moving. But what about some of those people that's waiting and have faith? I mean, what is what would what, what you would consider their faith? They sit back waiting, talking about God is coming. Yeah. He's gonna drop out the sky. That's it. a whole. That, I can, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Cause that's a horrible theology. I mean, that's even wrong. And that's even with even the black church. A lot of times, what cripples the black community is the African American church. Mm. It's because a lot. Let's keep it one hundred. Our pastors are pimps, hustlers. Some of them be hoeing tough. All of them? Nah, I ain't saying all of them. Okay. But I was. It's it's it's, it's some a the, large amount. Yeah, it, 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 they be going, and I understand. You got a congregation full of bags. Who told you this, Greenleaf? <laughs> <laughs> this is experience, brother. Uh, this is experience, and I can bring homies in here to talk about this one, man, who got experience too. But I think what what has happened with the black churches, um, our our pastors and our leaders, and like, don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about all black leaders or pastors or hoes. I'm just saying infidelity. A lot of older, a lot of old old cats look look to the uh, you know yeah, but they look, they look they look up to the the mega churches. You know, the TD Jakes. I like Jakes. I like Jakes. Okay. That's Granddaddy. He saved my life three times. I'm just saying like. What we have done in Christianity, and I could go Creflo. You roll. I can go on for days. Some stuff, you know what I'm saying. I like Creflo. Some stuff I rock with him on. Some stuff, you know. I feel like it's what took Olsen so long to open up the doors. <sighs> Man, I, I don't know. I can't. That's. I, a, I think the doors are supposed to be open before the uh, before that tragedy hits. Don't you think? That's one situation. He it should never be a question, bro. People go there to spend their yeah. Money no, 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 feel good no, no. Get healed. There's only really two white pastors that I just rock with because the level of diversity that I've seen them in and what Joe has always exemplified. Like, okay, was the wording a mistake? Was some of the actions a mistake? Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But you got to go back and look at the track record of a person. And see what they have done in their community, who they have been to their congregations. You know how, they, but you know how Baylor think. <laughs> what do you think? How? What have you done for me lately? When a tragedy hits like I that, I, I don't it. give a damn what you did in the past. Right, it's going on right now. Right, right. I, I just say, I, like I said, like it's, it's it's a few. And don't apologize to me. Just open up the doors, baby. Right, right. That's the apology. Yeah. See, like I think there's fights that we should fight. And then I think there's fights that we shouldn't norm necessarily normally fight, but still hold accountable at the same time, because I don't see Joe like being divisive 
in that sense. I just think people, I because I know so many people that know that situation, and I've seen so many leaders who I know who would call him out if he was wrong. And I and I did seen he, did he get called out by the leader? No, he got called out by social media. Social media <laughs> weren't having it. Social media drew them guns on Joe. And <laughs> they weren't going. They weren't going at all. Like, but like I said, the character of a man always surpasses the trial of a man. You know what I'm saying? I'm and glad, I'm glad you said that because and, and the character that people kept pulling up on him was a consistent character that matched the person that he preaches on Sunday. That, oh, that's all I heard. But I'm, a, the, 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 I'm glad you brought up, brought that up because I'm about to test your, your I character. I your character right now. We didn't even get finished about the black church, though. I know that we got. Okay, we got to go. About. All right, that's that's but that's the subject that needs to be dealt with. Of course, because matter that's fact, what's crippling us. Matter of fact, don't. That's crippling we, us. We got an episode. Okay, we got an episode. <laughs> that's we ain't got nothing but content. That's crippling us. But the next thing is, so what do you do? You support? Absolutely. And if you do support, who do you support or what do you support? Any personal business, friends, family, got things got going on? How do you support? Personally? I can't I can't say all my endeavors because but I can't say what I do. Ice Cube. I'm I'm a I'm a firm believer. Anything he does around this area, I am there first. I mean, which that's one thing the black community do is that we will support the hell out of a uh, a celebrity athlete. No, no, no. I don't even support him because of that. I support them because no matter right or wrong, NWA has been a consistent theme for standing up for when black got robbed. Yeah, I mean, we've been making attitudes for a long time. Yeah, and, and it was I, like, we're not, you, like, it, I felt like they was the ones who helped draw the line on how far you're going to take us. I get it, but they are all in a position well. Some of them, right? I would say half of them is in a position where two of them, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that I know of, the, two other of cat, them. the other cats might be good, they probably not doing as good as the other two, right? Right, right, right. But, um, my thing is they're established already, okay. What about the I'm talking about the cats that don't the whole the whole purpose of bringing up this topic was to support people that's not fully established already from the ground up, okay. What that is, like, with our culture, it, like I said, it's the whole love you thing again. I think you got to be careful and you got, and I think that's the whole thing with us is because our culture has been hustled away so much and we grow up around hustlers. I don't think we're afraid to support people or a movement that they got. I think we afraid to support the wrong type of hustler. Okay, so watch this. I see, I know a gang of cats that's hustling right now that's all positive people. Most of them I, I, I I met through podcasting and some I just grew up with. You support. But I support. Right, you support. Well, but why is it so hard to do that? It, and that support is just a click away. I think with us is because a lot of times we won't support. And then by the time we start getting good and get our stuff off the ground, we ain't had the support that we want. And it really don't come from our color. Truthfully. You right, know what I'm saying? Like true. a lot of times it don't come from a color. Like when you think about restaurants and black owned stuff. A lot of that is white support. Even when you think about hip hop. The reason why hip hop is so powerful because 80 to like 70%, 75% of people are not our color who support it. White or female. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like in, in this context is I think we have a chip on our shoulder like, oh, you didn't support me. I ain't going to support you. And that's because of love again, because we don't know how to build community. When in, in the, Now, I'm not saying you always not going to have individuals who don't know how to do this. But when you come to the overall arts and theme, it's just like. 
is this thing gonna last? Do you have a business plan? Do you have something in front of me that I can support? You can show me what you're really doing. But how what, much time okay, and dollars have you invested into your own business? But what if you don't have a, a written down business plan, but you just have an idea? You're a positive dude, positive woman, or whatever. You have an idea. You started from the ground up, and you're just looking for some support. It ain't even got nothing to do with no money. I think all, all they asking is, if I make this shirt, and it got my name on it, and I wanted to sell it to, to little kids when they go to school, and it's only 2 $3 a shirt, I put it on Facebook or on Instagram, all it takes for you is just share, click, share, click, share, screenshot, post. Why is it so hard to do that? I think when you give out, you're going to get back. I think a person who really is genuine, a person who really gives like that, life has a way of finding you um, if you stand the test of the times. You want to know why I like podcasting? Why? The main reason why I like podcasting is because people get to talk and they get to voice their opinion and they get to show their personality. Right. Podcasting to me is is the is is an outlet that could that could basically help you create other goals. Mm. Okay. Right. Most of these cats that I listen to is not making that much money or not making money at all doing this. They're doing this out of just being, you know, having fun. It's a hobby. You know, they do this with their friends and their family. And some of these cats are really putting out great co- They're putting out better content than the professionals. Uh, not Most of them are putting out better content all day. All day. I can listen it's to not, it. It's not censored. But yeah, it's not censored. So, and, but that's what we like. Because we were talking about right, the whole... Right. Kyrie thing, what he's saying, what right, his right, actions. Right. The whole thing to me back in Kyrie is uh, you 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 don't have to agree how he did it. You don't have to agree how he said it, but it was real. That's what I look it was for. Real disrespectful. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. But but the and whole, that's coming from a Duke fan. <laughs> but die hard. But the whole podcasting is like, all right. Let me ask you personally: What's your knowledge of podcasting? Um. Do you listen to podcasting? And if you do listen to podcasting, what podcast? I'm not. Li- I, I'm not listened to it consistently. So we lacking in support there. You are. How many people that you know do a podcast? Probably about four or five. Now, do you support them? I don't know if they're consistent with it. Well, I, I mean, my goal is to to be consistent. I've got about. I can't. But I got about. I got about like five. Five or six episodes in the chamber. Right. I'm just now starting off. Right. So what you saying? You want support? I always want support. <laughs> but here's here's what I'm saying. Podcast people have to take it to the next level. What's the it, next level? You have to get it. I learned something from Ti even with my own career. And go back to Cardi B. So I remember watching the Cardi B interview and I remember Cardi B said something. She was like, I got mad at the label or I don't know. She said she got mad. She was thinking about the label and she was like, uh, why is my stuff not played on the radio? She was like going off. He's my, my, she said, well, you need to give us a single. But she, they said, Cardi, this is going to be hard work. You got to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then the piggyback off what they said to her when she gave her speech, when she received her award, like and they showed her a plaque and all that on the billboard, T.I. said something. T.I. said when they first dropped their first record, they thought that junk was going to be through the roof with sales. You know what I'm saying? And it barely went 22,000 like in the first week. They thought it was going to sell millions in a week. 
So Tip said he went to the label and was like, yo, you give me this X amount of money or I'm gone or drop me or leave me. You know what I'm saying? He said they dropped him. He said they spent the next two years going to mom and pop stores, shaking hands and kissing babies till they built a brand that was so strong. And then they got their deal with uh, was Atlantic. Atlantic. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So Tip had, this is Tip. And they, you know, they got money. You know what I'm saying? In that way. You know what I'm saying? So Tip went out there and hustled and put his face in his brand because he understood the power of his brand. You know, a lot of times we think because we're on the Internet, we're, we're doing something great or whatever. We think people are, are in touch with reality or we know what they're doing or know what they're trying to do until we get into their face. And we the biggest form of still marketing and promoting is word of mouth. Uh -huh. But when you show your presence to somebody and you shake their hand and they in your face, they put a name and a face with a brand. That's why when you look at LeBron James or somebody's on TV, they get their face. They get their personality and they get who they are mixed with their brand so they can say it. Versus me listening to a podcast is dope, but until I see they face, their personality, I still don't understand their brand. And to me, it's just a voice, you know what I'm saying, that's being put out and I'm listening to and I like the show. Because I got a homeboy, white Republican, who don't even, ain't really messing with the Republican Party no more. <laughs> that's another search for another day. He, now this is a dude, I could... It's so much I can tell you about the story. He listens to a Freddie Gray, dudes who do Freddie Gray podcasts. Mm -hmm. And he sits there and listens to him emphatically. You know what I'm saying? And let me show you this. He says, man, I want, he said, these dudes are great, da 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 woody woo. But he said some points that I'm trying to help them on when they're dealing with the white culture, because I'm white and I understand how we are. Like if they would listen to me, their show would go farther. Sends them emails, sends them all of this. Guess what? No response back. And he got money. They don't even know he's the type to put up money to go fund your podcast. He would, if he was, if he's a fan, and he believes in what you're doing and what you're really trying to. He'll put up a thousand dollars. Okay, well, I need to highlight it. <laughs> he got to be a fan of your stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. That's, but that's, but you don't, you don't even realize what I'm saying. Those are the type of people that you might not even notice listening to your podcast. Uh -huh. That's ready to put a face with your name and saying, if you just return an email, you be consistent with the people that's now, following well, you. Well, watch this. Go ahead. Now, don't all this come around full circle? I know you. You know him. You supposed to be sharing my podcast. I am going to share it. And I'm on, a, I'm on the second one. I, you know I'm going to share this. <laughs> <laughs> that's for one, because I'm on it. You know what I'm saying? For two, I believe in what you're doing. And um, even how it said Baylor the Great in the artwork or whatever, I thought that was dope. That was the thing that caught me. Now it's just about time for building your brand because you do support heavy. And in time, one thing I do know, if you stay consistent and keep building the way you're doing, your junk is going to blow. Because when I first came out to California... You was one of the dudes that tried to move me around, try to keep me here and try to keep my mind sane for me from doing stupid stuff. When I came here with a Southern mindset. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, like don't disrespect me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talking about God all the time. <laughs> and what was what's some other stuff I was on? Um, uh, well, you was kicking it around some not LA-ish dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. and this, this was the only mistake that I don't like you to make is that when you say... You know what y'all is about, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. you know what y'all do? No, no, you don't. Because it's, this is a big city. Right. Small, too. It's small. In the industry, small. It's big. small when you know people. Right, right. It's big 
<laughs> when you drive. <laughs> but, but the thing is, everybody is is kind of different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The hoods is different. Yeah, you they really, oh, they really different. But majority of us, we laid back. And because y'all folks from the south, we yeah, we we come from a southern background, right? Me, uh, Memphis, Memphis, uh, Texas, Mississippi, Texas, Texas uh, is huge. Yeah, Texas, they, they huge. walk right over. But you know what's so crazy? A lot of people, grandmamas and aunties and uncles, come from Tennessee out here. Yeah, I ran into a yeah. lot of like yeah. descendants from Tennessee yeah. out here. Yeah, so we got a southern background. It's just that when you when you try to pinpoint LA, it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Here, here's what I say to the podcast because like. You know when even when you added me, I got a huge podcast fan. I know, I know. But even when y'all added me in the group, that's just sport. Yeah, but here's what I'm saying though. But even when y'all added me in the group, I've never experienced nothing like that in my life. But that, but this is the cold. That's just the group. That's the cold. This is the cold part about it. You've never experienced anything like that on Twitter in the group, but in a barbershop you have, in an apartment you have, over your homeboy's house or something like that, or on the playground you have. We can all come together. These cats is from Chicago, New York, L.A., the D.M.V., everywhere. But here's what I'm saying to you though: like I got to experience in the group alone. It was some of the best debates we ever had on sports, especially basketball. But it opened my eyes to that whole world of like, because I like debating with my friends or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh But it opened me to seeing different viewpoints on how they see basketball, where they from, whatever. But it introduced me to a whole world of people who really live podcasting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, this podcast yeah, like, ain't no joke. Like, I, but I didn't know that though. Like, like in my head, I'm thinking like a podcast is once a month. No, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See what I'm no, saying? Like this cast is putting out two to three to four to five episodes a week. So, so, so here's the problem. The problem, and this is why I'm saying this, because even because one of yours was the first when you was on the show was one of the first sports podcasts that I listened to. Lehman Brothers or nah, uh, uh, what's the what's the homie from um, uh, he's in a group. I only do on Twitter. I, I mean, I've done I've done some so far, but the ones that I started out doing. Yeah. Oh, you talking about New York? Yeah. What's his name? Blaze from uh, Above the Rim podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my first podcast that I heard on sports, and I heard the dialect back and forth, and it was dope because it pulled me in more. Damn, young New York cat, <laughs> different era and all, but he knows he knows his stuff. He knows stuff. He knows his stuff. But the way I was debating back and forth or whatever. Like to me, that like it was so dope because it was just like, okay, I want to hear sports not from um, a, a whitewashed viewpoint. Yeah. Like I want to hear it from people who know their stuff, not some reckless dude on there just talking who don't know nothing about sports, hasn't played sports, or doesn't know the background of sports or the background of players or who they are. Like, because anybody can get on some talk, oh, Kyrie's stupid, he went to da da da. But like, who is Kyrie in high school? Mm-hmm. Who is Kyrie in college? Mm-hmm. Who is Kyrie? Which college? Who? What does Kyrie do? Is he the best ball handler? Is he the best? You yeah, know, we gonna break it down to the point where do you think Isaiah and Isaiah and Kyrie play one on one? Who gonna win? Right, and then you gonna break it down to who dribble better? Who, who shoot got, better? Who, got the, better who shot? got the best shot? Who got the best left hand? Who's better in the fourth quarter? Right. Who who's got the better statistics? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So like th- that's what I liked about the podcast. What I will say is this. Knowing how great some of these shows are, now it's not about the podcast or the creativity. It's all about the business and the marketing of that thing. Yep, it's true. like, okay, how do I 
build something this small. Because here's what happened with podcasts a lot of times. People still forget that because you're a podcast, you're still not in competition with each other. You know what I'm saying? Or you're still a podcast and you just stay within your family organization and you don't get out to people who want to listen to it. Because like from what I've seen in, in the groups that I was added in by you or whatever, it's such a family oriented thing that the conversation only happens between podcast people. And then very few people who are outside of the podcast world because they're not ready for that. But 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 they are. Well, but they scared. But it don't matter. Like they scared. But listen, because it's, look, this is the thing. If I take that group and I put it on Facebook, I mean, we can all become friends on Facebook and on Instagram. We can have that same debate and argument, and some of my homies is gonna jump in. But most of them, nah, they gonna be like, oh, these, these, <laughs> right, 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 right. They, they talking about <laughs> right, the right. analytics, all that. Like, right, these right. guys is breaking it. Down. But, but like people don't even realize, like you know how a diehard of a basketball fan, and it's crazy because I used to play football too, and I was better in football, and you would think I'd be a more of a football person. But when I came out to LA, I learned how to shoot that three. Back off me. Back up off me. Yeah. I had Taylor back up off me. I had Taylor on them skates back up off me, cuz. Come back up off me, cuz. Hey, listen. But here's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of times, the podcast community, especially the urban podcast community, like, for support, because y'all just don't hit on topics of sports a lot of times. Y'all be, like, in the group, it'll be about Trump. It'll be about uh, Kyrie one day, and then it'll be about hip hop the next day, uh, we'll go, and then it'll be about like what's this, this Jay Z making a financial statement? It's all barbershops, right? But it'll, but go, his, it'll go from sports to politics to family. But stuff. But, he, but here's what y'all doing. Here's the stupid thing that y'all doing, and I say stupid because I want y'all to feel it. Dumb, stupid, idiotic thing y'all doing. Y'all letting the majors take y'all ideas and run with them. Because now the TV shows are turning to podcasts. But well, watch this though. You want to know why they get to do it? Because we ain't getting the support. Oh, that sounds... Every podcast you listen to, at the end or before the show starts, they say, go hit that five-star review. You want to know what five-star reviews do? That bumps them up in the rankings to where those machines and those companies are like, yo, 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 who is this? Right. But see, here's the problem. And I'm glad you brought it up with support. That white boy that you know that's a Republican oh, got bread? It's more than those. It's more than those cut. But here's what I'm saying to you, though. Here's what I'm saying to you that I do know. That's the problem. Once again, when you love yourself, you said value yourself. LeVar Ball could have said, you know what? I need Nike. I need Adidas. No, but they're already a mobile, though. I'm talking about I need support from my <laughs> peers. Right, right. But you not hear what I'm saying, though. Like, he could have used an excuse like this, this, and that. LeVar Ball made his brand through his voice, and, it, and then he built it with his boys. Wait, I got, I can agree, but I need to... I need his to, voice is the most powerful thing in their brand. I need brand. to alter that a little bit. Hey, now his, his, brand, his brand is because of his boys. Without his boys, he doesn't have big baller brand. I, I get that. I get that. But I, I think the thing that established his brand, once again, is his voice. 
No, no, no. Because his he personality, even, his personality is 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 part of the ingredient. It is fifty percent of the ingredient, and I'm gonna tell you why. Listen this, listen this. Lavar Ball, we are, I already told you this. He's gonna be the biggest star in LA this year and next year. Right? Uh, no, his dad, Lavar, Lavar. He's already huge. He's already talked about. It. And I'm gonna tell you why. I say his voice because he even said when they was younger, he started preparing them about what he speaks. Uh-huh. He was like, no, we this, no, you this, no, you this, no, you going to this team, no, you going to this team. So his foundational skills of using his mouth, not just for his personality, but to push his sons and create a lane in front of them, created something that was big for all of his kids to enjoy. So his voice was like this. I will not give no excuse or look for no way out. All I know is we going to win. You're going to be UCLA. You're going to be a Laker. I'm putting that in your head right now. So even with your fans, you're going to win. We're going to win. We got all the greatest supporters. The show's being liked by everybody. You know what I'm saying? That energy, when it gets to floating out there, and think about it. Did Jay-Z say he was the best before he actually was considered one of the best? Do the best actually say they're the best before they consider one of the best? Some of them do. That confidence does what? It draws everybody to you. You know what I'm saying? Like with me, bar game, I don't think there's too many people on a bar level who can hold me. Point blank, period. You talking about spitting? Spitting, period. I might have you. I mean, back in the day, I was, I was low. Boy, you, hey, listen, I'm going to throw you up under the table and serve you, bro. You'll be running. I'm just saying. You'll be running. I'm just saying. You just running. Every day. I like I I know my lane and I know there's nobody greater than me in my lane because I know there was nobody created like me in my lane. So I don't have to be in competition so they can support. That comes back to the whole love thing. When you know who you are, you ain't got to be fearful for nobody taking your lane. That's what's been used against us as a culture. Oh, man, it's only going to be one. What did Jay say? Who's better than one, one, one being there? Two. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're learning as our culture. I think the podcast community is letting the, the, the mainstream masses of like television shows and, and sports shows take their ideals and run with them. Tell me what's better than one supporter. Two. So go get your white boy. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, I got, I got a couple of lighthearted questions. Real quick. Prince or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Mm, that was easy. Okay, we're going to roll with that. That wasn't easy. Yeah, that was easy. That wasn't easy. easy. No, it wasn't easy because, like, I always tell people I think Prince was a better singer. I think Michael Jackson's a better overall artist, Prince though. Prince was a better singer? Man, man if, you, if you ever could sing a whole note, you know the stuff that Prince did from going to bass, to baritone, to okay. tenor, to first and second, second and first tenor, I mean, and then I, hitting alto, how many and albums, then hitting how first many albums do you got in your library with Prince versus MJ? I got... I got all princes. And you got all MJ. Man, until the end of time. Come on, bro. Right, go huh? Huh? Give me a top five MCs. Do not blink. Don't flinch either. Tupac, Big J, Nas, and um, that fifth one always chunky. Tupac, Big Nas, J. You gotta give me something. That fifth one. Yeah. You gotta give me that fifth one. Because it always alters for me, though. Everybody say that. 
But you got to have a fifth one to make it five. You got to. <laughs> you got to. I like it so far. It's cool. I got to do M. You, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That, you that's know who? That's, it's somebody else I'm not thinking of. You know, I don't have Jay-Z in my top five. Yeah, I figured that, though. He seemed like he wouldn't have Jay-Z in your top five. No, I, like, I love Jay-Z. He's just not in my top five. Yeah. I, I Like, Jay-Z's not my favorite. Um, I think Jay-Z as an artist is always... Um, a lot of times you feel like, well, I have, feel like he talks down to people a lot. Nah, he cool. Jay-Z be on that cop, he talk down I, to you. I have my reasons, but, you know, he's top five worthy. He's just not in my top five. Is it because of the era where he was in? It was a, it was a chunky era. Yeah. The Western Conference right now era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who is... I, See, I wanted to say three stacks, but I like I don't separate. Three stacks ain't even got a solo album. That's why I said I can't take away from groups. Now, you, if, if we talking about Outcast is, is the best group ever, rap group. Ever. I can fight that. Uh, it's not even close. Locks. It's not even close. Locks and Wu Tang. That's not no, even close. That's not even close. What production? Rhyme scheme. Diversity. I give you the rhyme scheme because no, you did outside of Method Man and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they can rhyme now. Meth, Ghostface Killer, Ghostface, and he, Raekwon. Raekwon. Those are only three though. No, leave it alone man. after that. No, leave it alone after no. that. Hey, look, because no. after that, after that, you got to go straight to the dictionary. Jizza, Rizza. I have all of them. You can have them. You can have them. You can have them. <laughs> you gotta go straight to the dictionary. Liquid swords, bomb over your god daughters. I, I, I still like, I'm an East Coast head, man. I, I, I love some um, Wu-Tang, man. I, I love the flavors. Now, I would have preferred some different production with them. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I think that really stopped them. I think RZA was the only producer, which was dope because it I created that the kind of stopped Nas, though, too. Yeah. Nas had... Nas, Nas, Nas is the best rapper. He's the most inconsistent with production. I don't, I don't know who picks his beats. I don't know. But like, here's what I always say about Nas. Nas is so chill. He reminds me of Carmelo. Okay. He's so chill and laid back, but he's the greatest. Like, it's like Melo, when you, when, it takes you pissing him off for him to ball on you. To really just smash him. Who won that? Nas or Jay-Z? What's that? In that battle? Yeah. Oh, Nas murked him. Okay. That wasn't even close. Who won the NBA title this year? Killing Cavaliers. Never. Killing Cavaliers. How and why? How and why? You want me to get the PG version or the real version? I want the real version. Straight like Kyrie said. It's a business. So what, what, what LeBron gonna be at the Lakers next year and they can't let the How does that how does that equal up to him winning it this year? They're not finna let him leave without a championship over. He can leave if he wants to. Yeah, yeah, I hear me, but it's he business. always leaves. It's business. <laughs> it's business. There you go. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. I'm mm -hmm. glad you said that about LeBron. Mm hmm Because me and my homeboys said this too now. My homeboys, see, like, one thing I can actually say about y'all is LA people will listen more. Southern people, if they don't agree with you, you know that off the rip. What are you saying, Wayne? No, I get, I, people will listen to me more out here. Say something about Kobe. Because it's open minded. I, I like Kobe, though. Say something about Magic. I, I like Kobe. We don't have, we not people, gonna... people don't let you say nothing about Magic before. They'll let you say something about Kobe yeah, out here. You can't say nothing. They ain't gonna let you say nothing about the old Showtime Lakers out here. They'll let you say something about Kobe and Shaq. But they ain't gonna let you say. But here's what I said about the whole LeBron joint. LeBron, people get me so irked up with LeBron. His best player he had on this team was Wally Zerbeck and Mo Williams. That was early on. Man. But no, 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 no. I'm saying when he first left, though. Let's let's keep it real. Why he left? So you give me Wally Zerbeck 
and you give me Mo Williams, and you think that's supposed to be Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Garnett, Rondo, Perkins, and that whole entire bench. And then that's when the East was at its best within a long time since Jordan has left. The East was actually the, really good. The East was okay. It was oh. all right. Atlanta was balling. That's when Atlanta had everybody. Nobody. Look, the people in Atlanta didn't go to Atlanta games. When they had that team, they did. I can call the homies up. Man, I, I got for bro. I live in Tennessee. All my homies are from the A. Well, look, okay, look. That's the that's the year they start loving Atlanta after right, Nikki them. Now, now watch this. I'm about to tell you how LA cats think. That's yeah. when that's because when Equadala was over at I the I get it. I get it. Well, you gotta understand we're Laker fans. So we if we're not a threat to the throne, we don't consider you Western culture, Western culture basketball is like Eastern um, Southern football. Uh, yes, no, 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 no. Y'all no, no. just like us. LA at Laker fans. Because we're used to getting championships. The Lakers fans act like SEC fans. Okay. <laughs> y'all don't think y'all can be beat. And, and, if, and if the Lakers no, no, not no, good, I never said no, 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 listen. If the Lakers not good, somebody in the Western Conference Finals is going to dominate somebody else. Because the Western Conference, Conference Finals Prove is me the wrong. best. Prove me wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. But I'm saying it's the same argument we use in the SEC. <laughs> you got to be like, hey, man, we got to bring your A game every day in the SEC. You got to prove us wrong, though. I, I'm saying that I'm that year, when they first got assembled, the Celtics, the East was better than the West no, that year. No, it wasn't. Oh, my gosh, bro. You know, on, on Detroit, watch this. Watch Detroit, this. watch this. Now, name all the Eastern teams as one since since the Lakers three feet. Detroit, okay. Celtics, okay. Cavs, okay. Miami, okay. That's enough, bro. That's what. Now look, what about all the rest of the team? <laughs> if if, if y'all take if y'all take Golden State out of that, the Spurs. <laughs> okay, Pop is a whole different era. Kobe snuck in too. If you're Kobe, but I'm talking about. If you take Golden State out of that, there is no argument. Oh, uh, if you take <laughs> come on. You, you gotta take out cats. Bruh, listen, LeBron, no matter what team he has went to after he has left Cleveland, he has won championships or been to the finals. Point blank, period. So Miami had one of the most dominant areas of basketball in the last 10 years. I don't know about most dominant. In the last 10 years. The Spurs spanked them that first time around. No. They won the Spurs. It was Dallas. Dallas who? Dallas beat them. Oh, I forgot about Dallas. But they won two. Okay. But they was in the finals every year. Come on, bro. Like, you got to give me that argument, man. LeBron changed the whole thing. As long as LeBron is in the East, he's, that's the only team that's going. That's it. Yeah, That doesn't make the East good. He's You're right. But, like, it's the level of it's – it's where your best player is – and it's the level of competition that he raises in that bar. No. True. When LeBron become a Laker next year, watch how dominant the Lakers be. And watch how many cats run to the East. Come on, man. A cat's going to be running to the East. They don't want to catch that fade because they know for the next. Look, the truth next. Be, truth be told, I don't think LeBron want to come to the West because he don't want to catch that fade. Who? You crazy. Look, listen. There's, look, when you, LeBron has a pride and an ego that he wants to be the best and he wants to dominate every form of basketball. That's he wants to he win. Stayed, that's why he stayed in the East. And that's why that's he's going to come to the West. Because yeah. they always had that argument with him. If he do come to the West, he's going to dominate. I, I won't be surprised, but I don't think he's going to dominate. He's going to dominate. No. Man, listen, let me tell you something. You it, have him it, with the Lakers. No, but who else, who else is on the roster? With the, the team he has now, mm -hmm. he's going to come. You know he's going to bring two or three hitters with him. Who? 
Who are you gonna bring? So you think Paul George? Or we don't know. Okay, okay, but I'm saying Paul PG George. PG thirteen can stay put. Yeah, Westbrook that can team stay they got put. But they know if LeBron come there, it's gonna be hell for them to to deliver with them young boys. The, the, Lakers, not, the Lakers. If LeBron came to the Lakers, that's not the only team they gotta watch out for. Okay, they still gotta watch out for the Spurs. They still gotta Spurs. watch out for the Rockets. Pop, I think Pop for the lead though. Pop, he, I mean, uh, I think Pop finna leave. Pop got a. He got I don't a, think he liked this this generation of basketball. It's watered down. Yeah, I don't think he. It's liked just out water, but Pop still, yet and still, I think with Kawhi, Kawhi, I think he's just holding on for Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard gonna leave. Him and Pop, I think him and Pop will have that conversation because I think that's the only one he owes besides Tony Parker and Ginobili. Who else? That's. That's his last. That's his last of his dying breed. Those three players, and I think he has a special attachment that when Tony Parker leave and Ginobili leave, it's gonna be hard for Pop to coach. And I think the only reason why he's gonna stay is because of Kawhi. Okay. All right. Well, look. What was it? What was that last statement? Because I don't even know if we answered the question. No, that was the last one. But what was the question? The last question was basketball. But what you say about basketball? I forgot what you asked because we get off from ten. Who's gonna win the championship this year? Oh, I said LeBron. Yeah. And I, you said you said why, and I told you why. I doubt it though. I, I'm telling you, listen, I said the year that everybody was going for Golden State, and I was sitting there. I will pull up the phone and let you talk to all of them. They thought I was crazy. It was me and one other dude. He was a fan. I wasn't a fan. Because I knew something was crazy. I said, now how in the world do Draymond Green don't get suspended for the Portland game? It's conspiracies all the way around. No, it's not even conspiracy, it's truth. He should have been had a technical foul and got ejected for the flagrant foul that he committed. Then he turns around and knees Adams. He should have been ejected. He should, everybody knows that. Then he barely swipes at LeBron and gets ejected. I said, come on, bro. And then Curry, who's the coolest dude in the world who never loses his cool, loses his cool. Well, it's in the final. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But they won, like I said they did. Hey, and I told them, I said the next year. They sent me that, so you going to win. I said, man, I did. Come on, bro. Go to state. Man, light skinned niggas don't want to fight. Some nah. Some of them. Some hey, them gorillas still got them, bro. Them gorillas come out, bro. All right, look. So I want to eat it. The light skinned folks know how to shoot. Yeah, well, he definitely not shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I want to end this uh, on this note. Uh, I usually end it with uh, marriage advice. I, I think I might have to still do that. Relationship and marriage advice, I, I, that's my that's my forte. But I also, because of the topic of the episode, I want to shout out some love, because it's only right. Uh, I got a boy named Ralph, okay, from L.A. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big name. Ralph, yeah. yeah. No, well, that, this, this the real Ralph. Okay. okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> this is the real Ralph. Hey. He, got, he got his own clothing line, R&W Garments. That's my guy. I, the first time I met him, we was hooping, and he came up there with a backpack, and he was selling his clothes out of his backpack, right? Mm. Like, and it wouldn't, the thing is, he just brought up random clothes, and he was just selling, not even knowing if, if it's your size or anything. But he would give me his information in the sticker and things like that. This was like, it had to be, it had to be about seven years ago. Mm. The man got his own store now. Wow. He got his own store selling his clothes. I still, I have yet to be, I have yet to go to the store, but I. you want to know how I support him? What's that? I go straight to his crib and get the clothes, mm. like a drug transaction. Mm. I'll call him out. He bring it to me in a black or a clear bag. 
give him my money, bam. Or I meet him up somewhere. That's support. I gotta like your stuff too, though. I can't just support. Now, like, if I'm gonna give you some, like, I've done this. If I don't like it, or if I don't need it, I give you the money and be like, just go ahead. No, give somebody up. His, he got, you, I don't know if you've ever seen a sweater that I wear called Respect the Gunner. Nobody in this world is gonna dislike that sweater. Everywhere I went to, I've been, I've been in the, how much it cost? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna ask him. I'm gonna ask him. I get a homie deal because you know, you know, you know what right. I need to do out here too, and this is why this is a great episode because this episode actually challenged me that I need to do more with personal giving or not. I only say giving, supporting locals because that that my my thing is if like I can show you my everybody phone. in the hood rock is closed. Yeah, no, I'm not even talking about that. Because I have a thing that I was going to start anyway of supporting local-owned restaurants, regardless of what color. Right. Just going to eat in that mom-and-pop shops because I feel like they're underlooked in L.A. Of course. Or in any co community. But like, but this man started from a backpack to a store. Though. Yeah, but see, so, so if... I got, need... But I but you're not hearing what I'm saying. This episode actually helped me think, like, dang, you do need to put more of your money where your mouth is, not just with the ones that's on top. It, that's but my with point. the ones that are in front of Sorry, you or around you. Yeah, because this is my thing. If one of us take off, all of us is supposed to take off. You know what I'm saying? You always had that mentality. No, the, some of the some of the real cats don't get that chance. Right. So we say we always say it, but that one that said it probably wasn't one of us. That's but that's why I like Nipsey Hussle too. Now he's one of us. But that's he why I like him back. I like him back. He got the I watch him all the time. I, I follow him on the he got my song. I watch all the slots here right now. Right. But see, that's what I'm saying. I've watched him and he's he's been the epitome of what a LA dude should do when it comes to oh, business yeah. and supporting his own. My boy Ralphie right. and Nipsey, they got their own store. Born and raised in LA. Okay, now, th now this is my now to show you, we looking at the camera right now to show you. Then I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. Me and you gonna take a trip to Nipsey's store, and me and you gonna take a trip to Ralph's store. I'm Slow gonna support I can't just walk over there on Slots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We gotta go together. We gonna, I don't care. Let's, see, let's, let's, see, this is what no, listen, listen, this listen, is what listen. Lame in this case Brian right here. Hey, we think about getting shot. We go on the store. Listen, like, listen. I need Nipsey. I'm I need a, a shirt. I'm gonna go with you on Slots and Crenshaw, but I'm gonna give you. You gonna let me walk in by myself? No, 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 no. I gotta give you the dress code, okay? I don't wear colors like that. You see me? I got black and gray on. Yeah, that's exactly what we going over there. All Raider colors. <laughs> well, hold on. It's GD colors. Okay. No, we don't do GDs out here. I know. They they moving everywhere, though. But, um, all right. Then my next boy, and look, this is the cool part about it. The next cat, never met him in person. I haven't bought anything, but I will share stuff, and I will eventually buy something, because I got to start with my homies first. Mm -hmm. But uh, a cat that I follow on Facebook, he from out here. His name is Derek Wazy Smith. And his clothing line is called Gift, Gift and Dreams. Dope shirts. All right. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to let him know. The last one, well, no, I got a couple more people. My homegirl from New York, uh, Avery, she got a new podcast. You need to check it out, too. She got one on uh, YouTube. She just put her first show out. And What's his name? Uh, Avery, I'm gonna tag everything. I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna tag because she's in a sports group in a sports thread on Twitter. She's the only one in there. Only yeah, only she be going in. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she be going in. Her first episode was a cat from Detroit. His name is I see him. I think it's I see him. I don't want to say it wrong. I see him Supreme, and he said name. That's like he's a black entrepreneur. Is it Nation Islam name? 
I, you gotta ask him. That's a dope name. But he followed That's me. Unique. He followed me on both Instagram and Twitter, back and forth. Uh, he got his own online store, skin and hair care products. Oh, I need that hair care because you know I got the beard, bro. I'm gonna tag everybody in it, but I'm gonna support that dude. Never met him. Don't know him. The only thing I know about him is he got his own. You know what you great at doing, man? You great, at, you great at building communities. I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm fine. Gonna build that's, that's your good thing. That's the thing you're good at. So support Baylor, the great. You gotta support me. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> my boy, look, my boy Sair, my boy J Omega, Cherry Poppin. They from New York. They, oh, they, all of them sound like New York names. But look, <laughs> your dogs. I don't know how old these cats is or how young they are. But I listened to their music. Both of them got separate albums. And I downloaded both of them. This is old New York. Oh, boy. This is, this is old New York. Like, Sayer got a track. I think it's called... Um, See, I love that old school New York. But I love New York, period. When it, I, I just think I miss the bars. I miss them feeling like... New York always feel like... Now, I understand some of that stuff is disrespectful. And they was disrespectful because they didn't really support their own kind, their own people in New York. Mm -hmm. But I missed the level of like New York standing out and not compromising to like, we got to sound like everybody to fit in. Right. right. It's weird hearing cats rap in New York. And I'm not saying you got to rap like, you know, backpack rap or, you know, bars or whatever. But you should always, I feel like New York, since it was created there, should always raise the standard. Well, they well, we all know they fell off in like the fell off, the, man. Early, they, the early two thousands and then uh, that's what that's what I'm saying. The the cast that was signed and, and and the old heads from New York, either they were sitting back chilling, doing the other business of uh, it. Well, the only cast that didn't fall off to me was Jada Kiss and Fat and Jay and Jay. Yeah, but he would peek in every now and then because he was doing his business thing. Jay, Jay's just everybody else. Nas was quiet. Jay's last album was time. epic. Yeah, it was. Epic. It was. It was. Perfect timing. It was. It was. Perfect timing. But then you got cats that's that started from the ground up, like like these cats, and, and these cats got bars. I, I I but see here's here's the whole thing. But about you ain't it. never heard of them, right? No. But, but you're hearing of them now. But, but here, here's here's the thing that I say again. We have let everything run our culture but us. We let radio, we let television. It's a different day. It's, it's, it's changing now, but here, here's what I'm saying with this in, in the soul play too. Is like the support of them going back. The, the you want to tell you one reason that piqued my interest about Jay is when he bought a hundred albums from Nipsey Hussle. Yep. It, that really out of everything that he's done in his whole career, and Nipsey was charging a hundred a pop. Hundred a pop. And even the hood cats was buying. Right, right, right. But they but, believed in the product. Right, right. They believe in him too and what he's doing. Yeah. But like when I seen Jay do that. That meant so much to me because it's like, not only put your money where your mouth is, but I, I seen Jay look at him and say, you're sitting value mm -hmm. on the hood. Yeah. I got to support. Like he said, he bought three pair of um, Lonzo shoes. Lonzo shoes. Yeah. And they was high. Mm -hmm. But he said, I know what you're doing. You're sitting value. Yeah. I got to support. And that's the thing I'm saying that's missing with the older crowd. It's like, they talk a good game. But when it's time to show up and put the money up and do something constructive instead of talking all the time, because that's what we good at, you know what I'm saying? And really show up to, to put money in and moral support and say, I'm right here with you. How much you need? This is what I got. Da, da, da. That's that's the part they lack. The old heads. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now tell me this. 
I brought up these certain people for a reason. Because there's a lot of people that I'm going to support throughout my podcast ventures. But this support episode, I brought you on for a certain reason. And I also brought up these certain people to talk about. The Cardi B's, the Kaepernick's, the LeVar's. And I also brought up uh, Derek Smith, my boy Ralphie. I brought up Saeed. I brought up J.O. Megan. Che Poppin from New York. I brought up uh, Asim Supreme. You know them by name, bro. Oh, I brought... Woo! Look, look, look. I brought oh, these cats. Y'all owe him some coins. No, he branding for real. He ain't doing this off no script. No, he's saying y'all name off for real. Man, what? But look, I brought these cats up for what? Because two of them deal with clothing. The other two, or two or three, deal with music. Another one is hair care and skin products. Hey, man, why my name ain't brought up, man, and I do music, bro? I'm gonna support you. Bar game out. Hey, listen. I'm not even wrong. I wanted to tell you earlier, I forgot that I still have in my notes that first YouTube video you told me to go look at, <laughs> which I did post on Facebook and I sent to the homies. Yeah, I remember you sent that because I remember you showed me the responses to that. Okay. Yeah, so that's still in my notes. We're going we gonna to get it. It's a, You know what? I, I, I don't think you understand the perfect timing of this interview. Because there's so much that's going on in the back door and the stuff that I'm creating and the stuff where the culture is. Like, I didn't even expect this. And it's good that, you know what I'm saying, you hit me with the blind side on the podcast. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know what we was talking about today. Right. I thought it was going to be strictly sports. Oh, no. I had all my statistics you ready. ready. I was good. Ready. I was coming. Curve I was coming. Hey, boy, I was coming with the stick. Hey. I was coming with the stick loaded. Like, hey, you not finna get me, bro. And I, I said, if you come with the LeBron argument, I got him. Come with Kyrie. I got him. If he come with the Lakers, I got him. I said, if he come with the old Showtime Lakers, I got him. I said, if he want to come with Bill Russell, I'm hitting him back there. I said, whoever you want to come with, let's go Dominique Wilkins, Larry Bird. I don't care who you bring up. I'm going to give you that work. Mm-hmm. And then he switched it on me with the crossover. AI. You an AI fan. Yeah. That's what AI would do. Of Cross you over and not tell you he's going to do it to you. Of course. <laughs> he did it to MJ. Yeah. Oh, he did it to the great. Twice. That's, that's what you just did to me. You and did it to the great. You crossed the greatest over right there. <laughs> You gotta remember though, I'm from LA, so we consider the other MJ greatest. Who? Magic Johnson. Okay, we ain't gonna talk about that. Okay, right? we ain't done with that conversation. Yeah. So that's been my episode. Everybody know the wrap up. Uh, my opinion is greater than your facts. Oh, hey, you wanna tell them? You wanna tell them your handle? Um, you can catch me at I am old head. That's I M O L D H E A D. Um, just be on the lookout, man, and, and follow me and be consistent. Because I'm, I'm I'm working on some stuff and it's it's I'm I'm like Baylor I'm here to answer a problem and I'm gonna answer it in demonstration and emphatically. Well, so I'll, I'll ask the question, then make it a problem, then handle it. Yeah, but like I think with our culture right now, like I love this this topic is because I think it's time to set a tone on folks to realize what black is, and I think like. Like I said, they have never seen this black. And I think, and I just want to leave with this. I think we're at the best place ever as a race because I think we have the biggest open window to define what black is. Uh And I don't think we've ever had this window of opportunity to really define what black is because of social media, because of our intellect, because of us knowing our history, the older ones out, and because the slave generation has been dying out. Those mentalities, those thoughts have been dying out. We're at a place where the pressure is on us so much that I don't even realize, I don't think the world realizes the perfection they pushing us towards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm seeing stuff happen 
one man. That's just, we just talking about one who started something. And it's really not, it's, it's all kind of hubs you can think about people. But Colin Kaepernick has rocked the NFL. One. So imagine if you got two. Imagine if you got three. Imagine if you got ten. That shows the power of influence, the power of our voice, the power of our authority, and the power of us as a community when we stand together. Because we are the world's influence.